Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 53 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back, episode 53. How are we, Faze? I'm doing well, I'm doing well, how are you? I feel a lot better now. I feel a lot better now. Literally reverse or rewind to this time yesterday, I was still... Oof. Yeah, we were I both was feeling, feeling it. it. We were both feeling it. Yours was weird though, you were feeling it gradually getting worse as the day got on whereas I woke up and felt like arse and that is probably that is probably an understatement of how bad I felt for anyone that doesn't know didn't check out the Tilt and 2 Instagram page naughty naughty but we were at the Tyson Fury Dillian White fight we were we were in the nosebleeds we were we were sitting with the gods but we were there nonetheless. We got to soak in all that atmosphere and uh, consume, which was pretty rough alcohol, really, wasn't it? Mm, mm. It was pretty, yeah. pretty dire. Yeah, I mean Wembley Stadium. Yeah, it's not known for its. I mean, as as listeners might know, go on. We're we're trying to uh, look after our pristine physiques. Exactly. Trying to hone in for that uh, Tilton two on tour summer. Summer Bod 2K22, exactly. here we come. It's been escaping us for the last few years, but I think this one we're finally... Uh, We've turned the leaf. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we thought going into it, okay, lay off the points, we'll look for spirits, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I've got to say, Could. great event. The worst um, event I think I've been to for just... A normal drink, basically. I have to correct you there. Go on, Watching then. the... Was it the T20 oh, Cricket yeah. World Cup yeah, yeah, in yeah. Dubai? Yeah. England, Australia. That was the worst sporting yeah, event. Yeah, I mean, that that was just because we didn't ever. get any. There was one bar, there was also in, the one bar in the whole stadium. Yeah. Not good. We digress. But, yeah, gin and tonics on tap. And, yeah, it tasted like shoe leather. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help when it was literally on tap, so you don't have any idea of what what the quality is. No, Faisal likes to measure it out. He likes to make sure he's not getting ripped off. Exactly. He wants to get the right amount. Um, and yeah, I mean, took a first few swigs. I was like, okay, this is decent, this is. <laughs> yeah, the aftertaste uh, left a lot to be desired. But we kept going. We kept going. We did. We kept getting the rounds in. It was ridiculous, wasn't it? What was it? I bought one. Oh, it was I, bought, I bought. I bought one. Well, because it was so packed, we bought. Well, I bought you two, me two, forty-six quid yeah. for two gin and what for four gin and tonics. Yeah, and quid. again, have to specify, you don't know the amount of gin you're getting in there. It tasted like half a shot, to be honest, mm. with a terrible with, aftertaste. With a lot of shoe leather in there. Yeah. Boot so, leather. um But either way, yeah. What I mean, a night. Yeah, what I mean, an unreal night! There must have been something in there because you woke up on death's door. So yeah, but that was because of the antics after. Yeah, yeah, there was antics after. Of course there was. Come on, of course there was. But uh, let's say it must have had an effect. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. Must have been it wasn't water. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right before we get into our week and more about the Tyson Fury Dillian White fight, let's get the socials out of the way. Like I said, if you followed us on the socials, you'd have seen. A lot of these, uh, well, you'd have have got a good insight of the event. So, yeah, check us out on Instagram at the Tilton 2. Yep. 
Twitter and Facebook at the Tilt and Two and our YouTube channel, the Tilt and Two. Absolutely. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Yes. Enjoy the content. Exactly. New content coming very soon. Help us get to that 100 subscriber mark, please. If you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Get over there, click that button. But coming back to the good stuff, Dillian White, Tyson Fury, how did you feel? Sum up the night. Sum up the occasion first. Yeah, I mean, for me... The first time you've ever been to Wembley, wasn't it? First time I've ever been to Wembley. Um... First time I've ever seen Tyson Fury fight. Mm. Yeah, I was... Um, the word is gassed. Mm. I was gassed for the event. Um, yeah, I mean, I was very much looking forward to it. I knew what the occasion was. Ready for the fight. And, uh, I mean, it lived up to it, in my opinion. From what we could see. From what we could see, yeah. As, as I see. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. have to state nosebleed status absolutely absolutely but the atmosphere was absolutely electric wasn't it it was mental absolutely thank you thank you but it was it was mental mental 94 95,000 people all singing Sweet Caroline Mm. yeah it was brilliant yeah and what a display put on yeah he did yeah. yeah as he said he jabbed his head off it was a masterclass and daddy won a little bit Yep, you did. You did. Tyson Almost Fury. Almost cost us getting out of the stadium. Well, Tyson Fury, KO, TKO in the first six rounds. And Fury knocks him out with an uppercut with, what was it, 15 or 10 seconds Mate, left to go like in the sixth round. Left. There was like a second Man, left. we're running out of Wembley to try and just be able to go on a night out. Without. Basically, what happened was... Go on. When we were on the train on the way to the stadium, we overheard some... A loud Londoner. <laughs> yeah. Talking about how I think he went to an AJ fight or something. It took him two and a half hours to get out of the stadium. And I knew that was not going to be me. Yeah, that was not going to be us. I want to be out after. So We had a night out to get to. Yeah, we literally, as soon as the uppercut landed, as soon as he... Literally? Was knocked out, basically. Got up. We you saw grabbed him me. No, no, no. I didn't grab you. You, you were still celebrating. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Like... As if you just won the lottery. People are thinking I'm celebrating Fury I winning. I wanted Fury win. As if you just won team Fury like win. five grand. But, um... Ouch. Yeah, literally, I'm thinking, let's just get out of here quick. We got, we're in the nosebleeds. We've got about 20 flights of stairs to get down. And uh, everyone else has got the same idea. I know, and I was slipping. I don't know how I stayed on my feet. Yeah, I mean, As I was screaming. We managed to do it. Man, we absolutely smashed it. We smashed it. it. Absolutely smashed it. Got on the train on the overground to Marylebone. No ticket, no nothing. I shouldn't be saying this. I'm, I know, dis- I'm incriminating. I had a ticket, paid for the full fare, and uh, jobs and went through the barrier. And absolutely went through the barrier. And that was it. That was yeah. the start of the and night. And then we enjoyed our night. But how mad is it as well? We met some, you know, people we went to school with. Yeah, I know the chances of us. I know. We weren't even meant to get that train. Sat there. All of a sudden, next to us, you hear your name being called. Yeah. Literally sat in the seat next to us is, uh, yeah, an old school friend. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, just one thing led to another. We go to another place. And yeah, a load of other people. So a little, yeah, a little solid old takeover, really, wasn't it? It but was, it was. 
But yeah, what a night. What a win for Fury. Congrats to the big man. Yeah, that's definitely another one that goes down in history. I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure and, he is. Uh, all I can King. say is, hats off to you, sir. Yeah, man. Absolutely. But with those antics that went on, it did mean that we missed a huge, huge game against Millwall. Yeah. And sounded like you got a little bit naughty, a little bit tasty at the game. A lot of, uh, or a few arrests, heard it all kicked off. So, uh, yeah, we missed, the, we missed a juicy one. Mm. Missed a mm. juicy one. No. But before we get into the game, let's do the standard roundup of Blues news. Where should we start, Faze? Should we start Ooh, with the takeover yeah, talks? let's start with that. Let's start off with the with the juicy goss first. So, unless you've been living under a rock, you'll have probably seen circulating new takeover talks. It's probably like the sixth time in the last month. Oh, exactly. No? And it, it happens all the time, doesn't it? Especially now. And it is funny. And I've seen, it, this almost is like a broken record. How many times... There'll be a tweet and how it just can gather so much momentum so quickly. And that's pretty much what's happening here. I think there was a tweet that went out a couple of days ago saying that, or rumours that Craig Garner's working really hard to get new owners and a deal is is nearly done. What are your thoughts on this one, Faisal? I'll tell you what mine are. I called baloney. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I hope I'm wrong. It's just... uh basically running back what I've seen a few times now, which is, uh, yeah, we hear about talks going on and then pretty much rightly so, no one's interested in the club when it gets down to the brass taxes. So, um, you get to the what? I don't know. I don't know if that's a term, so I'm going to just sort of oh, right, then. Over, okay. um, Wowza. overlook it. But I think it's right. Anyway, um, either way, when it gets into the nitty gritty of it, people run the other way. So I think uh, even if we are in talks at the moment, I don't think anything's going to go over the line. And uh, even if it does, congratulations to us. But I'm also very sorry for anyone who takes us over. Yeah, it's a poisoned chalice. It is, it is. But yeah, I just call rubbish on this. Yeah. I just think it's a rumour. I hope I'm wrong. I hope to God I'm wrong. But I just... I can't see any momentum in it. I still can't get over the idea of anyone even wanting Birmingham City. We've just said the finance has been released and it's not a pretty picture. Yeah. As we say all the time, or as I say all the time, we don't even own the ground and the ground is falling to pieces. Yeah. The squad is in absolute tatters. We don't like we don't even have a squad really. No, you don't even have a clue about the dressing room. Doesn't no. seem like the best place. No. We've got a manager who, let's be real, results-wise, hasn't done it this season. The fans, all of us, are increasingly frustrated. Who would want to touch Birmingham City? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope I am wrong. I cannot yeah. stress this enough. This I mean, is we my club. Talking, we were talking about it yesterday very briefly. And I think, I mean, eventually it has to happen. Someone has to take it. I know, you said some someone's got to buy us, haven't they? Um, but it's just, I also know realistically what a challenge that is for anyone that does it. And I can't imagine 
especially the way the club is at the moment. I can't imagine anyone, when it really comes down to it, actually signing the contract. I don't know why you would. Um, and even if, yeah, even if we know. do get new owners, I think a lot of people think that is like the cloud lifted over Birmingham City, as if that's going to be the, I don't know, that's going to be the the cure to all of our problems. And that just is not going to be the case. We need to get on a plane to Saudi Arabia, right? And network. And network. Exactly. And uh, we need to go on a mission. Someone. See what we can do. Exactly. Try and arrange someone to take over the club because that's the only way we're going to get out of this mess. Like Saudi Arabia might not be the one for us, mate, to be honest, because they're not going to be the drinking type. They're not going to really be, you know... And that's, that's fine. And that's when we're that's the best, what, mate. Um, that's when we're the best. When we're a bit loosey-goosey. That's what hip flasks were made for. Oh, okay. They don't have to know a thing, mate. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Really? When we get a little bit more chatty and a bit more friendly than we normally would. Get a bit more boisterous. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I just think, yeah, you think about it logically. Just, I mean, new owners need to stabilise the club as well as rebuild it, I can just, yeah. I think if you think that new owners and a new takeover is going to sort this club out, it's definitely going to be better in the long run, but short term, we have got a pretty bleak couple of years, I think, mm. of genuinely rebuilding. The only thing, like that period for me doesn't get any shorter, it just gets longer we make the wrong decisions that rebuild period just gets longer and we are further away from hopefully just stabilizing the club yeah if that makes sense i mean all we need to be honest is what, what i'd like is just some money to actually buy a player we also need money to stabilize yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so financially sort of for us even well. to be able to buy players um but yeah at the moment we're miles away from that yeah yeah Let's talk about now some. Um, let's talk about some rumours that we're seeing already now circulating. So actually, before we do that, let's talk about Bo's comments. Mm. Let's talk about Big. Bo's comments and owners. We've just been mentioning owners, and this is the perfect time to raise it. Bo, yeah, I think a lot of people were surprised to see him in charge at the Millwall game. On the weekend, I think a lot of people, as soon as that Blackpool game had finished, were expecting a club statement to come yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, either him to resign or... And to be honest, I was thinking, I'm not surprised if this happens now, if he's sacked or if he leaves. But he made it. And I'll tell you what, when I, when I knew that the Millwall press conference pre-match was coming out, I knew it was going to be a great listen. And we heard the little nugget, didn't we? Him saying that he's tried to get in contact or reached out to the owners to have a conversation about the future plans, but he's still waiting on a response. Doesn't that speak volumes? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy, like, how it just shows point blank that the owners are a massive issue. How you can't, mm. even if you don't have Bowyer in your plans for the future, how you can't, I mean, I was saying this to you yesterday, how you can't even include him in conversations while he's still the manager, particularly to get a player like Lyle Taylor over the line, who yeah. really we need pretty essentially at the moment. You know, he's a striker who we know can do it for us. 
no enjoys the club, but I genuinely think Boya is going to be fairly pivotal part in yeah, him joining. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean, just uh, like I said, even just looking at the landscape of the future, even if you haven't got Boya in mind as the person in charge, it is just a disgusting way. I know, to, it's not you to treat. treat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's yeah, true. You wouldn't expect that from, even if you are going to fire him, whatever. You don't expect no contact. What and Bo is just meant to sit there. You know how are you expecting the team to form? How are you expecting him to perform and do his job when he's literally got no contact? I mean, you, it's not going to fill him with any sort of job security, is it? I no. Mean, he, in his mind, he isn't even looking at Birmingham City probably next year in his head. No. He's going to be looking at other places and seeing where his next move is. And let's be real, rightfully so. Yeah, and if you're in a comment, job, he said, which is a very good go point on. from him, is you know he didn't come to Blues to basically flush his own career down the toilet. No, which like is very he said true. He's a winner. He's got a winning mentality. We've seen that. He was a player. Why would he? And remember, yeah. he's a young manager. Yeah, he's a relatively young manager. Still, you know, in a in the infancy of his manager yeah, career. He's got a lot so to prove. He does, massive amounts to prove. And there's like, well, you said that, you know, you've had your interesting points from it. There's loads that come out of it. I thought were just gold. And again, said a lot about the situation, really. Yeah, and it all reflects badly on the owners, to be honest. Massively, you know. Remember, rewind to last season, keeps us up with 10 games. You know, you come in, 10 games to go, keeps us up with bloody two games left, plays the kids. Then he was saying, you know, the owners wanted to speak to him then. They were calling him in to have talks about the future, what they were going to do next season, etc., etc. And now, results aren't going well. They don't want to know. And then he also said, which again was a great point, was, if there's no money to spend, so be it. But he needs to know the situation. So you can play the market. Exactly. And he then goes on to say, which again, spot on, because even if there is no money, we need to utilise a free agent yep. market. Well, all the free agents are already gone now, all the yep. best ones. Yeah. Yeah. Or already in clubs, negotiations. They're already in, in pre contracts with yep. these new clubs. Exactly and it that. is, it is it's mental. And again, like you said, comes down to owners. For me, the problem with them owners is because they have put money into the club, no doubt about it, they have. The the books are not pretty sight, but we have, we've seen them spend some money on some players, right, in the past. The problem is, is they've got no footballing knowledge. They've given the purse strings to the wrong managers and they're doing it again, showing their lack of intelligence when it comes to football. I genuinely think quite damning what I'm saying about them, but it does, it screams it. Like, just poor planning. Yep. This screams poor planning. Like, how do they not realise? I'm yep. not a footballing expert, even though I like to think I am. <laughs> but anyone can know, look, we need to get this sorted as soon as possible so we can start building for next season, especially when you've got the task we've got yeah. on our hands. Oh. Potentially no money, and we're filling in. Some of the most expensive positions. And a lot of positions. I mean... A lot. I, I was sort of under the impression, just because I didn't think they had a footballing bone in their body, that, mm. yeah, they're more of like, you know, sort of a business outfit or they've got a bit of business knowledge. 
after doing all this, I don't think they've got anything about them. This is where you think, hopefully, Craig Garner's yeah, I mean, getting got, on their they've case. They've got no pe- people skills whatsoever. No. Nope. No respect. Faceless. No um, professionalism at all. Obviously, no football knowledge. We all know about that. But even that, even business knowledge, you know, how are you exactly to the point of Bowyer, how you're not looking at next season just from a standpoint of negotiations, just from a standpoint of looking financially, what's on offer, yet we don't have money, free agents it is, getting those talks going. Whether it's with Bowyer or whoever, it doesn't make a difference. Mm. You know, you don't need much about you to know that that's the plan you need to put in place. So I don't know what they do behind the scenes, to be honest. I honestly don't know what they do putting their heads together or what. Um, I don't know what their decision-making process is, how they think about things. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's why the club is where it is, isn't it? It's why we've got a stadium that wasn't rebuilt in COVID and probably probably won't even be available next year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. We're seeing it from every part of the club um, falling to the ground, basically, because of these owners. Yeah, it is. It is tough to be upbeat, to be positive about Birmingham City at the minute. And I'll say it in the minute, it's been for a, it's been for a minute that we've felt like this. Yeah, I mean, it's been a roller coaster. That's the only problem. That's why it feels a bit like, oh, we had a bit of optimism, then not... No, we uh, had Karanka, then you've had Boyer who saved us, then even this season, you know, it's kind of gone up and down, then a big down, mm. <laughs> you know, to pretty much where we are right now. Mm. Um, yeah. And just, again, another point on to, another point, right, on the owners, and just not, oh, whoever, whoever it is, when it comes to the finances, like who is who is doing the finances for the club? Like, we've heard... And I think it's been pretty widely reported. If we sack Bowyer in his contract, there's a clause. Not only do you pay out his whole, the remainder of his contract, which is a year, he's got another 12 months on his contract. I don't know how much that year's worth, but I bet it's a lot. But then we also have to pay him £750,000 if we were to sack him. Yeah, it's more than... Well, it's not more than Sam Cosgrove. <laughs> but it's I was going to say, it's more than the signings we've made, isn't it, pretty much? Yeah. But, but um, yeah. Again, who 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 is doing this? And then, and then the owners point. and all of that are genuinely thinking about sacking him. Mm. I just want us to be a stable team and to get that backbone again and that identity again. But you're, you know, like I said, you know, you just... It's just one bad thing after another. When you hear that, you think, bloody hell, I'm behind Bowyer. I think it's very well known I'm definitely behind Bowyer. But even if you were to sack him, financially your hands are tied. It's just mind-blowing. There's not one good point. No, because there's there's certain things where, you know, it doesn't matter the financial position, all these things. There's simple things where it's like, yeah, you can at least do that right. Mm. And that, to me, is literally going back to this point of how disrespectful it is to Boya and the message you're sending to any other prospective manager that you're going to try and replace Boya with. Is and the dressing how, room. How, yeah, and how disrespectful it is. You know what? 
you've just got owners that just go silent. You've got owners that treat you without respect. Mm. It doesn't matter the state of the club or how much money they've got or whatever. Those little things are free. Literally, are free. What? How easy is it to have a conversation with someone who you're employing? Oh, and if you want to get rid of him, just tell him. Exactly. And so we can move on. Want... We can move exactly. on. And we know what's going on. We're the fans. We deserve to know. Exactly. And if you do want to get rid of him, whether it's now, if it's later, you can still utilise what you've got. You can still have a working relationship until the end of the season. Well, you it know, just you don't helps just us go plan, silent. Yeah, you don't just go silent and ruin our club even more because that mm. is what's happening. Yeah, the yeah. longer each week we leave it, we're just looking worse and worse going into next season. And you see in sports, we've literally got a prime example of Man United with Ranjit coming in. Players knew he wasn't a permanent, he was just a short-term position filler, really. And look, did he have the respect he probably warranted? No. And it's the same with Bowyer. Bowyer is going to lose if he hasn't already. He's going to lose the dressing room. People yeah, aren't going to take him know. seriously. Oh, he's, not, he's not even the gaffer. He's not going to be the gaffer for much longer. So why does it matter listening to him, doing what he says, giving them respect he deserves? It is all just, it's just rotten. It is. When people say, you know, the, 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 the club is rotten from the top down, it is so true. I think I'm very, or have been, I don't know, trying to look at it sunny side up, really. Whereas when you really think about it and you deep it, it is yeah. such a rough position yeah, yeah. to be in. I mean, even when even when the, um, you know, sort of initial, pro- as, as early as sort of the end of last season, don't get me wrong, I've never been a huge, pretty much when we sold, when we sold sort of the stadium and the, you know, all that stuff. I've never really liked the owners, but it's just, I mean, it's got to this point now where I genuinely dislike them. You mm. know, it's, even throughout this season, I've had moments where I'm like, yeah, I, I don't like them, but I don't want them gone for the stability of the club and all that sort of stuff. I've yeah. thought, yeah, wait till this season's over, whatever. But it does come to a point where it's like now when more stuff comes out, literally all the time, pretty much at the moment, now that we're seeing the downfall of Boya, um, the more that comes out, it's just, it gives us no choice. But then at the same time, us as fans are pretty much handcuffed. Yeah. Can't do a thing. Nope. Except for protest, obviously, or make our voice known. But even then, what? it's not really accomplishing anything anyway, is it? Mm, no, not at all. I mean, one point that is interesting, though, so obviously Bowie's future, we don't know. I think I expect him to be gone in the summer, yeah. though, personally. I think the board I'd will very probably back. Well, he'll, he'll, either, he'll either get sacked by the board yeah. or he's going to walk. And if you're Bowie, you know, why would you want to continue that working relationship? You know, let's say, okay, all of a sudden they start answering calls or they try talking to him. Well, no, damage is done. Oh, yeah. You've yeah, already you ruined would, that you trust. Be, yeah. You've already you've ruined it's just it. It's not a good workplace, is it? It's not. No, it's, why, a, it's why, his workplace at the end of the day. No, and that's why, not an why do you want to shit on someone? Exactly. I don't get that. Exactly. Someone get that. who, I, even at one place, even if it was the last three games of last season, he kept mm, us up. Let's he not kept your ass in those seats. I know. And I'm not someone to like rest on you know, laurels or live in the past. But seriously, let's not forget who this man is. Yeah. What he's done. 
I'm hundred percent reiterating my He's point. Back that whole atmosphere mm. of, with the fans, a genuine yeah, community yeah. this season. Obviously, it's been up and down, but that's what he's brought back. I reiterate my point previous weeks. It's the same point. Tactically, I don't agree with him. But you cannot go against what he did for us last season. I 100% think he puts his all into it. Yeah. And player development. He is good. Player development is good. Let's remember what he's done this season. For me, the massive positive is the squad he has built. Yep, we've had injuries. Could potentially be Bowie's problem training, as we've spoke about previously. But he has brought in some fantastic players to a club that, again, I can't imagine was that attractive a destination all. for some of these players. Well, he's brought in the best players we've seen in years. Yeah, and, man, for some of them, what a turnaround as well. I'll have to go back to the Dion Sanderson bit. Dion Sanderson doing amazing for us, then gets recalled, huge gap in the defence. He brings in Teddy Mengi, just like that. I think it was in the space of like 24 to 48 hours, yep. the turnaround. Again, look, injuries have derailed look, it, but come Chong on. Injured. Look, you look at January, who he brought in. He brought in attacking players. Managed to bring in Hernandez. Yeah. Managed to bring in Bakuna. Managed to bring in Lyle Taylor. Yeah. You know, all these names. And, and genuinely, who, just looking at those three names, are the only players who basically give a shit and get mm. us results. Yeah. If yeah. we do get results. So true. So true. So true. But yeah, you just you can't forget, and don't forget Lee Bowyer in a blue shirt. The memories that the club has with him. Not that this gets him out of jail, but you know. I know we were uh, we sound like I the Bowyer appreciation. I think the man society. deserves. I just think the man deserves a bit no, more respect than than he than he gets, and, that, and that comes from everyone connected with the club. Obviously, yeah. from the owners, particularly the and owners. People call it even people for calling for his head. Really, do you know it's what I mean? Disgusting. So, from the owners, it's disgusting. Us as fans, I think, yeah, regardless yeah, of your what your mind. opinion is, we are the fans. So yeah, we yeah. are. We're the we, only ones you, that are. If constant. you hate Bowyer, then you hate Bowyer. Exactly. You can you own that. You know what I mean? We're the fans. You know, we're the one that gives the club the money, give our all to the club. So yeah, but from the owners, it is disgusting and it stinks. But I mean, nothing really shocks me with this lot anyway. So no. don't have. Anyway. A brain cell between them. No, I don't. We don't know how many there are of them. I know exactly. They're multiplying. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to say something that could uh, get me definitely cancelled there, potentially. But uh, yeah. Jeez, I don't even want to ask. Mm. A lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts. Anyway. But yeah, another point. Again, I don't know how much truth there is in it, but another point I've seen online is. You know, the transfer mill starts turning already. And it's just more linked to the same players that we are being linked with or have been linked with. Alfie Mawson, obviously we saw, and it did look like that deal was close to happening in January, but fell through. His name is naturally being linked again. I know, but if it fell through in January, how the hell... Is it any more attractable? Well, we know, Jan- to be fair, January, yeah, exactly. Our club is in tatters even yeah. more, saying it wasn't January. Sure, but, you'd hold out as a player and but, just hope Well, else. you'd think, well, this is the thing, isn't it? The January transfer market's a lot tighter, really. It's a lot, players are a lot more overpriced, yeah. you know, and a lot of clubs aren't even dealing in the January transfer market. They don't want to get priced out and blah, blah, blah. So, 
yeah, I, your point is very valid. There's going to be a lot more clubs that are going to be in for Alfie Mawson now in summer. And yeah, will you come to Birmingham City, Alfie? I want your mate, but I know exactly. I won't blame you if you went yeah, somewhere I else. Think that, I think it's that one of the is last a reality. Yeah, a minute. Yeah, Joshua Madger again, another player we've been linked with previously. Yeah, I don't think that's realistic either. Not really, but has he really been doing the business no, no, no. this I season mean, anyway yeah. on loan? Not really at all. And the other one, Casey Palmer, a player that I do think is a good player, but again, hasn't really played much this season mm. in the championship. But this is the problem, you know, you, you, you know, boom. Again, I'm the worst for it. I am absolutely the worst for it, getting my head in the clouds, thinking, yep, we're going to the Prem, we're going up to the Prem, we're going up to the Prem. Hey, Super League. Man, Super League, promotion burst, whatever. And, yeah, you got to remember, like, even the players we're, we're looking at, even Madger, I think Madger, you know, when I've seen him play, he's a good player, but he's, I think he's played like 13, 14 appearances this season, only scored two goals. So you've got to put your, you know, I have to put my expectations like into reality and just, even if we sign some of these players, you think, oh, what a signing. Reality is, yeah, don't think they're going to be getting this 20 goals oh, or yeah. they're going to turn into this absolute phenom. Yeah, yeah. Even if there were we a are, phenom before, to be honest, they'll probably come to blues and underperform. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel for players, but it was the same situation in January and yeah. look what Bowie exactly. did this and is, it is a positive is point it's a positive big big tick against Bowie's name that he can do it Yeah. so I think we just wait and see what happens say it again I'm definitely behind Bowie I want to see him have a bit more time and have a bit of money to spend in over the summer and see where we can go otherwise I mean, I just think we're doing for League One anyway. We keep biting the bullet. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah, so I let's think, give it a good um, go. Yeah, I think it and literally bring us depends. some stability, for God's sake. It depends on uh, the outlook after summer, to be honest. Yeah. I think if we go into next year without having filled in literally all the holes, because there's so many of them mm. as soon as summer comes around, uh, yeah, I'd I'd put us in easily for the discussion for League One next year. That's fully, that's fully my sort of look for the future at the minute. Is, I mean, how can it not be? Yeah. Really, League One is realistic this season if it wasn't for the deductions. So. Mm. I know it is mad, mad, mad to think. But this podcast is literally bloody Debbie Downer. So I mean, let's it has to let's be. bring it let's bring it back up. With is it going very, back up? Well, not really. I was just going to talk about some players we've got back. Okay, go on. Yeah, that's about as positive I guess as it that gets. Is positive. So we saw. I mean, we can we can do the beautiful segue into the oh, Millwall no, game. Go straight fair. into the Millwall game. Man, I'm good. It only took me 53 episodes, 53 hours of pure content to get to this point. But players coming back, we did see Effridge back yep. in a blue shirt. George Friend back, yep. and we are hearing that Tahith Chong is had his first day of training today, wasn't it? Today. And could potentially be in contention for the Cardiff game on yeah. the weekend. Yeah. So let's see. Can he dust off the cobwebs? Because when he came back from injury exactly. last time, he was definitely wasn't the same player was he was at say. the start of the season. Because at the start of the season, arguably the best player in the league for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we mentioned, if you get an SBC on FIFA as a blues you're player, big time, man. you're big time. You're big time. But uh, yeah, I was literally going to say that in terms of. Don't get me wrong, he's always sort of a live wire, a bit of a bright spark, but 
has he done that much? What he did um, compared to what he did at yeah. the start of the season. Yeah. You know, I look at Hernandez, Bakuna, Taylor, consistently, you know, making a big impact. Chong, obviously great to have on the pitch, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully he can help get an assist, get a goal, whatever, and actually get some points. Wow, ever the pessimist, huh? Come I mean, I just, I'm just being realistic. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, it's two games left? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, obviously, it's good to have him in the squad. Of course, it is. Massive. Massive. Even massive. just to get our tiny bit left of money's worth. <laughs> Before he shit Before back. Before he shit back, exactly. Because yeah. I'll tell you right now, Blue Nose, is he ain't going to be in next he ain't year. coming in, I don't think. Could be pleasantly surprised. Oh, no, but, yeah, imagine. Uh, I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. The thing is, Jude's going to go to Liverpool and then Chong's going to go Dorman. to Dortmund. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. it. That's Chong and Joby. Exactly. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, actually. Right. Let's get into the Millwall game then. So in goal, we had Etheridge. Back three, Nico Gordon, Mark Roberts, George Friend, the man. He's back. Wing backs, Colin. And Jeremy Bella. In the middle, we had Gardner, Sunjic, Bakuna. And finally, playing more in an advanced role, Hernandez and Lyle Taylor. Yep. So what were you thinking when you saw that? I mean, for me, immediately the one that jumped out, not even before friend, was Etheridge. Yeah, yeah. Big boost. Yeah, and we've got to say, I think we both said it, don't we? Look how much of a difference having Etheridge playing in goal made let's, yeah, be, let's be completely real yeah yeah completely real 10 goals in 2 games uh, 10 goals in 2 games with yeah. Peacock and goal yeah yeah and cut to average um, and obviously we weren't at the game but and I think me and you are always fairly critical yeah. on Neil Etheridge we say the same points not the best collecting the ball no. in the air crosses corners lacking. his kicking's not great as a shot stopper He's good. He's yeah. good. He's a good shot yeah, stopper. Yeah, yeah. But even then, he parries balls when you think, "Oh, come on, Mister Rebound." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. But yeah, but this made a massive difference. Yeah, even almost to me, kind of skewed. Don't get me wrong. We were crap against Blackpool. Absolutely crap. And we were crap against Coventry. But again, if we had Effridge in goal, it does make me think maybe we don't get destroyed the way yeah. we did. I'm not saying maybe potentially the results are still the same, but 6-1, uh, you know, drilling to Blackpool, I don't think Four happens. Two. Cool, yeah. But yeah, even if I just look at Blackpool, as my first one in my head. I don't think that happens. We might lose still, but I don't think 6-1's happening. No. So, yeah, amazing to have him back and to have George Friend back. Again, yeah. just an old head. Guy's been in the game, plays the game well. We always say he looks a bit slow, don't mm. we? But he's been putting some good performances yeah, yeah. in. So again, to see him back in there, yeah, was good. Wasn't keen on Bella being in the starting lineup. Don't, not not being in the starting lineup, I shouldn't say, but obviously being in that position again. Mm. Wasn't keen on that. Um, yeah, I mean, go on. I was going to cut you up there. No, I mean there, there wasn't much really more to say to it. It's just, yeah, I just. He's just not that guy for me. One thing that was weird as well, which I noticed, is we named 
the three of the strikers, senior strikers on, a, on the bench. On the bench, yeah. All together. Juki, yeah. Deeney and Hogan, all on the bench. Yeah. Like, why would you want three senior strikers on the bench? It's just... It's, I've just been literally singing Lee Bowie's praise and now I'm going back on it and saying... Yeah, yeah but you did say <laughs> tactically. Yeah. You don't agree with him. Very true, very true. But yeah, that to me, I just read that. I remember, I, I didn't I? I said it straight to yeah. you. I said, mate, what are we doing? It's almost like we expected to be a goal or two down mm. and having to fight for a goal and having to sub them three on or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, it did, uh, it did look weird, to be fair. I don't know how... And then, yeah, funnily enough... The only player that came on was Graham. Yeah. He made one substitution yeah. the whole game. Anyway, I am. I'm, did I say I was bowing? I know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So the game, again, we weren't there, unfortunately. But we've seen the highlights. We were keeping up to date with all of the ongoings on Twitter. Yeah. And let's, let's say as it is, the start of the game, sounds like we were absolutely all over them. Yeah, I think it was like... Pretty much the whole first half, definitely like half an hour. I think at one point we were looking like and I looked at yeah, 78% possession to us within the mm. first 20, 25 minutes. But not a lot happened. I don't think any team had had a shot at that point still. Yeah, it definitely was in the first... I think, Well, I'm not going to say definitely and I get absolutely rinsed because I'm, I'm not a stat man. But yeah, I think within the first 15 to 20 minutes, we'd no, no teams have even had a shot. Yeah. But yeah, we were you know on top of the ball, which again for Blues is fairly rare really, mm. isn't it? We're usually the counter-attacking team. I mean, highlights from the first half, you're thinking is, uh, what's it called? Bakuna. Bakuna smashing the ball against what, the post. again, have to say, look at the two players. I mean, even the three players, because I think Taylor got it down, just before I might be wrong, but anyway, Hernandez done so well. So well. So well to bring it down with himself, run actually at the players, which we rarely see in a blue shirt. And the ball he put through is ridiculous. Mm. To Bakuna. I know, perfect weight, everything. Yeah, so unlucky, really. You know, he's beat the keeper, everything. And Bakuna hit it. Yeah, just put his foot through it. Um, Absolute goal, but obviously the post got in the way. I know, (laughs) it's got in the way. Um, But yeah, great bit of attacking. That was genuine football, which is a rare sight to see. Mm. Again, look at the players involved. That's all I'll say. Yeah, Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was the main highlight. Had a couple of good saves from um, Everidge. I mean, he, he looked as well. More in the second half, I remember seeing a highlight. But he looked as well like he was. I don't but, know if yeah. it was a little pep in the step. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, good good to see him. Yeah. Bakuna put it right. He did. First couple of minutes in half. the second half. I mean, if you're a Millwall fan, you're pretty disappointed. Yeah. Again, Hernandez does amazing. To so keep the well. ball in. So well, the hustle. Cuts it back on, you know. What were their defenders doing, though? It was crazy. I know. So Hernandez stupid. cuts it back, just keeps it in play. Their defender literally just pokes at it. I don't know what they were doing. And it comes out to Bakuna. Brain farting. And Bakuna puts his foot through it, megs the keeper. Goal, we're 1-0 yeah. up. Yeah. And at that point, you're definitely thinking, yep, we've got what we deserve here. But... As with Blues, game goes on. You just think, come on, like, you know, you need to go from strength to strength, kill them off, kill them off. But it didn't happen. They got back into it. Mm. And their goal, just disappointing. It is bloody disappointing. Cross from their player, from the left. Quite a deep cross. 
I can't remember who it is from their player, but heads it back across goal and, again, goes straight to their player who's in yards of space in the box. Yeah, I know, it's too easy, just tap And in. just taps it in. And when I saw I remember seeing it, Nico Gordon is in literally no man's land. Robbo, I don't know where Robbo is or George Friend. He's just on his own and you just think, you've got, you've got to be better. Even from the cross, the defending has to be better, let alone their players got it back across goal and it's gone straight to the players' feet. I mean, when it's in the box, the ball shouldn't even be able to get to one of their players' feet. Our defenders should be heading it out straight away and that wasn't that wasn't the case. So for me, it was a really disappointing goal yeah, for us to concede, really. Especially in a game where you think, you know, we should be more than yeah, one. I mean, saying that, saying that to be fair, we're, you know, sort of pushing a bit forward. By the end of the game, I mean, they were more in charge, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, they had eight shots to our four. But this on is it, though. This is what we see, position. though, with Blues, isn't it? This is it. We don't kill a game off no, at all. We're absolutely terrible at that. No, which, which does bring us back into the game, which saw us get a penalty. Which I mean, to be fair, it was a penalty probably, but it, it was it was it is a bit soft, isn't it? I thought it was soft. Yeah, it is a bit soft. Was it Taylor? Was it who got it? Either way, Taylor's run up. Yeah. Oh, his penalties. Yeah. Oh, it's questionable. But also does work oh, somehow. I mean, it's worked so far, but I'm going to be honest, I can't stand it. Yeah. I mean, he's got a great way of putting it in the side net. And I mean, I don't like how it was the same hmm. side. I mean, he's a good, he is a good penalty taker. He is. Real, I mean, I can't stand that. You route. dive the right way, it's still going in, both of those penalties. But um, it takes some massive cojones to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, it does. It does. Because that walk- run-up, I said to you, didn't it? Every time he I does mean, it's it. it's not a run-up, it's a walk-up. Well, yeah. The walk-up, it, it feels like you're sitting there for like yeah, 10 minutes waiting for him to take it. And it's a matter of time, I just think, you know, you're just going to get egg on your face and you're going to miss it. And then everyone is going to turn on you and just go, yeah, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah, going to turn on that. So, but yeah, good It good worked penalty. anyway, it worked. Seven long may it work. Minute, I think. Um, 79th. So yeah, we're going into the last you know 10 minutes impressive of the game. there? 79th minute, you've said that. And you genuinely don't have anything in front of you. I know, I'm a good... That Good is fun. pretty impressive. Thanks, thanks. Carry on. That but, wasn't sarcasm um, either. I can tell you. I can tell you the minute of the uh, Pacuna goal as well if you want. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because I said. It I can. I can tell you the minute of every goal. I think. But we won't right, do when that. When did Ollie Burt score then? Sixty-one. No. Sixty. No. It's got to be close. I mean, you're in the sixties, yeah. Okay, sixty-four then. No. <laughs> I mean, it's right. You've had that many guesses. 62. You may as well, mate. No, it's higher. Yeah, obviously okay, you've called all off. of them. All the numbers under sixty-five you've gone for sixty-seven. Then no, you're still getting it wrong. Bloody okay, hell. anyway, you may as well go from one, two, three, four, anyway, five, six, seven. The eight, next goal is very easy to remember. Go on then. Last minute of the game, ninety-eighth minute. Oh yeah, I know. Eight minutes. They get a penalty. Um, and this one was a really weird one it's because it's hard shocking. to see. No, it's shocking. It from is shocking. Blues. Yeah, what it's are a you definite doing? penalty. What are you doing? It's a definite penalty. And the more annoying thing is, it almost looks like it's you can't even pinpoint who did it. It's like Sunjic, God. This happens week in, week out. Every corner, there's yeah. people pulling, 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 pulling on a shirt. But in 98 minutes, on the 90th minute, two one up. Just don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, don't. don't. Literally, just don't. Be better. 
and deal with it. Especially under the ref's nose. Um, and and yeah. it was always going to be a penalty because there's literally like three blue shirts around the guy. Hmm. Um, yeah, but again, hard to see who actually caused the penalty. Um, but either way, drags the player to the ground. They get the penalty. Easy finish, really. Yeah, it looked like he scuffed it, but Benny yeah. Defoe, I remember when we were at Millwall for the reverse fixture... And yeah, he tore us apart, didn't he, Benny Kafo? Yeah. But he was he was brilliant. So him getting standouts, the goal there, annoying. Standouts have to say, pretty much a running theme at the minute. Bakuna, yeah, Bakuna is really good. Head and shoulders, yeah. For us above Hernandez, the rest. work Fantastic. rate, play wise, ridiculous. I mean, think about could have got himself a goal and won us the game. Oh, Hernandez, no, that's a great Bakuna's point. I forgot about through. that again. Gorgeous, yeah. Unluckily, I mean, I kind of feel for Hernandez a little bit because when you actually watch the highlights, he um, he's running for the ball, and I think it's just the wet ground basically where he starts. It just kind of gets underneath his feet, doesn't it? The ball yeah. does a little bit, and then once he's slipping, he's already gone. Because I saw when the ball's going through and he's running on it, I just thought he's going to open his body. Yeah, and yeah it was an easy thing. I think it genuinely but. was just wet ground and exactly that—the ball just being under him that he. Um, Lost his footing, basically, mm. which can happen, but uh, unfortunate. Very, definitely, very yeah. unfortunate. Definitely, definitely. He's got the facilities to finish it. We know that. He's got the facilities. He has. <laughs> He's got the facilities, big man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, unfortunate. And then, yeah, Bowyer, friend, oh, I'm pleased at the performance, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better than getting battered six one. Exactly, obviously. it's more of a stand up result. But come on, how can you? You can't be too. You can't be too happy with throwing no. away. I mean, it's not the first another time. This lead. is a very consistent. We thing cannot for us. keep a lead, and in the dying minutes, again, you know, in a weird way, man, I'm happy I wasn't there. To see that crap. Yeah, and, and go home. If it was, head, if it was a bit licky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It definitely was going to be then. As soon as the penalty yeah. was awarded, I can only imagine the crap that the Blues fans were getting for the Millwall fans. Yeah. And rightly so. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We've literally thrown away the three points, which yeah. we des—I mean, we don't desperately need, but just for pride's sake. Man, just to put the Cov and the Blackpool, particularly exactly the Blackpool right game behind, behind us, yeah. And just hopefully have a good, you know, just as pride. Let's yeah. have some pride back in our team. Yeah. But, yeah, it was very, just, yeah, typical blues, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just a last point. It was literally, I remember we had sat eating, um, looking at the uh, score, checking up on the game. And it just, again, goes back to um, when we were 2-1 up in the Millwall game. I was just thinking, it just shows, doesn't it, like how basically random... It is for us. Like, there's no consistency in terms of getting results. It literally did just feel like, well, n- law of averages, this is that game that we were just bound to win. Mm. In a 46-game season, Yeah, this is one of the wins. And we still couldn't seal it. No. Nope. Crazy. Mm. Yeah. But we then move on to Cardiff away yep. on the weekend. <laughs> Great. Why? This is great, isn't it? Oh, we lost to Blackpool 6-1 away. I yeah. can only imagine what Cardiff's well, going to be Well, I was going like. to say, yeah. Well, Cardiff, obviously, we're 20th, 44 games played, 46 points. They're 19th, one place above us. 43 games, so they've got a game in hand on us, but they're, and they're also three points ahead of us. 
But it's a game again that you should be winning. It's a game that we should we you know, this is the bread and butter games. You need to be beating the teams around you. Can we get a result? I genuinely think we will. Let's I hope th- so. Because I think with Effridge in goal, it's already a, a more solid foundation. And I do think the players will. We just can't have a repeat, surely. Just even for them. Mm. Like you can't have a repeat of Blackpool. I did think we'd beat Millwall because of that pure point. So I'm going to stay optimistic and I'm going to say that we are going to beat Cardiff. Yeah, I mean... But if we don't, I won't be surprised. Yeah, we 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 don't really have a choice, to be honest. We have to beat Cardiff because there's no way we're beating Blackburn in the last no. game of the season. Last three so. games they've lost as well. So last yeah. game, they lost 1-0 to Sheffield United. The game before that, 1-0 uh, against Luton at home they lost. And before that, they lost 2-1 away to Hull City. Yeah. We are coming for their heads. Yeah, I mean, we should be. We should be. Well, we should, yeah, but we are Birmingham City. Exactly. We know what that means. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd hope, and I am going to predict that we will win. Um, it's just also my uh, inner sceptic and realist is um, edging on the side of caution and thinking that it might be a bad result for us. But I'm hoping not. I'm going to say Scoreline, please, win sir. for us. 2-1. Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking to, we score two, but that's that's what my head's conjuring up right now. Okay, I'm going two nil. Damn, so we're both going for two. Mm. Wow. I think Lartelli gets another penalty. Does his run-up and scores and again? And does a run-up and scores again in the same place. Jeez. And I'm going to say... It's a tough one still. I'm going to go Robert. I think Mark Roberts gets ahead of Complete wow. guesses. That is complete a stab in the dark. Absolute stab in the dark. That Absolutely. is. Absolutely. But that's what I'm going with. Nice. What about you? Who are you scoring, mate? Bakuna Hernandez. She's your favourite. Yeah, exactly. Basically, that's it. It's going to be every game. It's going to exactly. be one of them. Or throw Lyle Taylor in there. Or throw Lyle Taylor in there. Who, who else scores? Exactly. exactly. Who else scores? Gary Gardner. Mm. Oh, that's another point. Gary Gardner's free kick. How close yeah, is that against Millwall? Should I mean... Yeah, man. Who yeah, knew they had that so in his unlucky, So unlucky, to be fair. Literally. Um, yeah. The goal just needed to be an inch taller. And it's all coming back to me. As we finish talking about the Millwall game, all the highlights and all the reels come back into my head. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe this thought, is the long thought, day uh, and the sleep deprivation thought, and the hangover thought, getting that to that me. silence ring throughout it the did, podcast. It did, it did, it did. Don't worry. Right, before we wrap this up, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Check us out on our social medias. We are pretty widespread now, so check us out. You can find us on Instagram, at the Tilton 2. Yep, Twitter, Facebook, at the Tilton 2, and our YouTube, the Tilton 2. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Enjoy the videos we've already got out there. New content is coming, we New promise. Coming. We promise, just bear with us. But it is coming. It is coming. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you for making it this far. And please tune in to next week, same time, episode 54, when hopefully we'll be celebrating a win against Cardiff City and forecasting the final game of the season.
against Blackburn. How crazy. But until then, you know what it is, Faze. Go on. Keep right on. Keep right on.